Talk Description to Me with Christine Malik and J.J. Hunt. Hi, I'm Christine Malik. And I'm J.J. Hunt. This is Talk Description to Me, where the visuals of current events and the world around us get hashed out in description-rich conversations. It's September, which means back to school for many kids. And because it's 2020, that has a really different look, feel, and experience for everyone, parents, teachers, and kids. And so today we're going to talk about some of the visuals that have been coming from lots of different places and lots of different people uh, about this topic. So JJ, what is back to school looking like this year? Yeah, it is a different year. You know, normally with uh, back to school, you'd be seeing a, a, a lot of pictures that uh, parents are posting of their kids uh, standing in front of the house, uh, you know, posing with their in their first day of school clothes and, uh, you know, with their backpacks on big smiles. And there'd be a lot of sharing of those kinds of images. And those kinds of images are still out there this year. They, you know, but they just look a little bit different. So yeah, I, what I did was I went on social media, I went on uh, Twitter and uh, Instagram and Facebook, uh, and I looked up the hashtags uh, back to school and back to school 2020 and things like that. And then I, I tried to, you know, get basic descriptions of the first handful of images and videos that came up over a series of days so that I wasn't the one seeking out uh, the images that I thought were, um, you know, that were fitting my narrative. I wanted to see what people actually were posting. Um, so yeah, a lot of pictures of kids um, standing in front of their houses, but with their masks. Or sometimes uh, uh, parents would post uh, two pictures, one of the kids without their masks and one of the kids with their masks. And, you know, lots of little sad face emojis, like, you know, not not the year we normally would have. And, and there are also pictures that people are posting of their kids sitting in front of computers in their bedrooms, you know, back to school, but they're only going to virtual school this year. So they're, the back-to-school picture is them in their bedroom sitting at their computer. People, of course, posting images of graphs that link COVID cases with school openings. And they're using the back-to-school hashtag for those as well. So, like, in in my jurisdiction, uh, this is how many COVID cases... Uh, you know, this is how the COVID cases started to spike when schools opened. Beware, America, you know, or this is what it's like in this country. Look out, it's coming here too. You know, a lot of that uh, using that back to school hashtag. Um, but then there are also like happy memes from parents. Um, you know, like I saw one, yeah, my kids are finally out of the house. Finally. And it's like <laughs> a little breakdancing Amy Poehler from Parks and Rec as the, you know, as the gift. I feel like the image of a kid in a mask would make me sad. When I first heard about back to school images, that's what I heard of is lines of kids socially distanced wearing masks. And I got wipe away a little, you know, grab the tissue because something yeah. about that was so sad to me. Um, is that a 
Is that just me or is that conveyed in the images? What's the tone when you look at that? You know, it's it definitely is not just you. There is a sadness to some of these pictures. And, you know, when they're when they're paired up, like the, the picture of the kids without their masks, the picture of kids with their masks. I don't know what's which image is sadder because you kind of know the other one's coming, right? Like uh, there was one picture I saw, um, three siblings. Uh, I think the this was a parent in Kentucky who was posting a picture of three siblings uh, and they're, they're standing inside. They've all got their, their backpacks on uh, and they're all wearing uh, fabric, like homemade looking COVID masks. And um, the one kid who's on the far right, a uh, young boy, I think, uh, holding his fist in the air. He's kind of smiling. You can see smiley eyes over the mask and he's, he's kind of pumping his fist in the air. And then uh, the kid in the middle is that looks like the oldest. Uh, she's leaning forward with her arms around her siblings and, um, and, and, and she's smiling as well. Um, but then the kid on the left is staring straight at the camera with this this blank expression maybe you might say it was a neutral expression but you could read some anxiety in that expression if you were so inclined like this kid is not looking forward to school and there's some there's some anxiety about the situation in a lot of these photos so you see this in pictures that parents are taking of schoolyards where there's long lines of kids and they're separated they're distanced and Mm. each kid is holding their backpack you know on their back or over their shoulder or you know uh, on the ground and and they've they've got their masks on and they're all standing straight ahead and there's there's a joylessness to this these aren't kids that are getting yeah. together and talking and playing in the school schoolyard like you would expect on the first day of school it's it's sad it's distanced it is affected and uh by this situation and it's you know some people are doing that with a, 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 a are meeting this challenge with a bit of humor right so i saw one picture it was a photo of uh, six kids all wrapped up in toilet paper like head to toe like oh. mummies totally oh. wrapped up and, and it was like, you know, hashtag back to school. And then the tweet said, <laughs> so this is why everyone has been panic buying the toilet rolls. <laughs> right. So Jeez. there's like some of that. And then <laughs> like the images that people are taking of the schools themselves. I also find this really interesting. So um, from within the school system, uh, people are like teachers are taking pictures of their classrooms or their hallways in schools to show people because a lot of parents aren't allowed into schools because Mm. they want to, you know, minimize the amount of, of kind of interaction within the school system. So you can't go into the schools to see how they're set up. So teachers are posting images from within their schools. And I saw one that was a, it looked like a cafeteria and it was like a fast food booth in a, in a high school cafeteria. There was signs on the walls that said like uh, only one person per booth. And then uh, stickers on the, the, the bench seats. It's a do not sit here, do not sit here, do not sit here. And there's like one open spot. Oh. I saw there was one uh, one teacher in Ontario, here in Ontario, who posted a picture of their classroom. And th- so the picture showed uh, uh, these shared tables. So, you know, like rectangular tables and a chair at either end. So 
not side by side, but at either end of these mm-hmm. rectangular tables. And um, there's a strip of blue tape across the middle of the table, like you shall not pass, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. similar lines of blue tape um, all along the floor to indicate walking lanes and uh. areas that you are to stand in or sit in, I'm guessing. And, you know, this picture showed at least nine desks in this classroom with the little tiny chairs at them. So there's a minimum of 18 kids in this classroom, likely more because, you know, we're not seeing every desk in the classroom. And this is the kind of classroom setting that uh, that teachers are having to set up for their kids. I saw one um, uh, first grade teacher in Irving, Texas, posted a picture of a of a, a, a you know a school desk that in her classroom and what she had done was put little white plastic hooks and what looked like uh like little fabric and mesh sleeves or pockets like a you know mm-hmm. attached to the side of the desk and beside the desk is a little small green plastic bin at the at the you know on the floor at the upper right of the desk that's for books and headphones And this was because in most classrooms, students aren't allowed to use common rooms like cloak rooms or coat rooms or lockers. So each student has to have at their desk a place to hang their coat, a place to put their books or their headphones if they're doing, you know, uh, any kind of learning on computer or whatever. And, And a place the pocket is so that you can put your mask in there. And teachers are going to all kinds of trouble to try and keep their kids separate, right? Like oh, I said, I've seen teachers. some pictures of um, a hula hoops being put on the lawn mm. in the school. So each kid sits in a hula hoop or whatever. Uh, I saw a teacher in Rhode Island posted a photo of 25 rolled up uh, yoga mats in black and gray leaning against the side of a house. And on the ground uh, in this photo, on the ground at our lower left is a piece of cardboard. And sitting on the cardboard is a jar of white paint, a thin uh, paintbrush, and these yellow number stencils. And at the bottom of each one of these 25 yoga mats all lined up, she has stenciled, painted on uh, numbers 1 to 25 so that each student can have their own yoga mat when they decide to take their class outside. Okay, kids. (laughs) We're all going outside. Grab your yoga mat. And I'm number 18. So kid grabs number 18. Take it outside. That delineates their space, gives them a comfortable place to sit. Some of the teachers are, and parent volunteers are setting up outdoor learning centers and painting uh, plywood with whiteboard paint so that teachers and hanging them on the fence outside so that teachers can do a bit of whiteboard work outside. And they're making homemade like range covers and like uh yeah let's talk about outdoor learning this is very interesting and there's some connections to uh to outbreaks of disease in the past as well yeah so this outdoor open air school movement has been you know picking up some steam there are uh images that get passed around of uh of things that teachers are doing now but also you know, images of uh, historical photos, archival photos of different eras where, you know, societies uh, in Europe, uh, Canada, the US uh, and other places certainly have had to deal with outbreaks of things like tuberculosis, uh, the Spanish flu, 1918. 
Um, and so some of the things that were done to educate groups of kids then are being done again now. And the outdoor learning is is a really interesting idea. So, of course, this is the COVID is, uh, spreads more quickly inside. If you are outside, fresh air, open air, uh, you are much less likely to contract uh, COVID. And so taking your classroom outside is a, is a great idea. Back in the day, it was a little bit simpler. So a lot of the images of, um, of some of these classes in, in Canada, the US and Europe, black and white photos of like uh, groups of school kids sitting on tree stumps or on wooden benches or on at picnic tables, at big long picnic tables. And they're often facing a teacher who is at a portable blackboard. So like a blackboard on, on wheels that gets, you know, hauled outside. Uh, or maybe the teacher is reading from a book. And some of the kids have slates, their own individual, uh, hmm. you know, blackboard. Or mm-hmm. that maybe they have their own notebook and a pencil. I, I saw uh, one great image. This was a kind of a sepia-toned image. So it's like kind of like a golden yellow quality to this. And all the boys in the picture are wearing knickers. So long socks and knickers. And the girls are dressed uh, in, in dresses with lots of layers. And they have ribbons in their hair. And it's about 25 kids. Um, they're holding hands, standing in a circle. It's like an action shot. So some of the kids are uh, looks like they're maybe jumping and some of the kids are, you know, crouching low. So it's a bit of an action shot. And these are boys and girls of different ages from, you know, if I had to guess, I'd say something like five to maybe something like 13. And uh, and they're playing this game. And at first I thought that this was a photo in uh, taken in an, like an open courtyard in a park because it looked like it was like a cement like tiled cement or maybe a brick floor and there are some steel girders overhead that maybe would be used for awnings or something and so but then i I noticed in the background of this photo there are like a couple of peaked roofs in the background that's odd i looked at the caption and it's children playing on a boston rooftop in 1909 and so the school took the kids up onto the rooftop and they were just like like playing on the big flat open roof because that was a safe open air space for all these kids to play in a bit of a different situation not one i was wow. not one i was expecting, expecting yeah. yeah and uh, lots of interesting photos too of uh germany's pioneering uh forest school for sickly children so this is what like one of the first uh attempts to teach kids outdoors uh, and some great photos from uh, from these forest schools where the kids are gathered around very rustic picnic tables. And uh, this is from like the uh, late 1800s. And so the, the kids tend to be wearing like very heavy leather boots and dresses with lots and lots and lots of layers because um, these are kids that are dressed to be outside all mm-hmm. day long mm-hmm. and they're surrounded by tall trees and they're all gathered at this picnic table reading by the dappled sunlight coming through the branches i mean it's mm. it looks kind of idyllic when you mm-hmm. see that and then the versions that you see now you know i was going for i was dropping my kids off first day of school and uh and in the schoolyard all the teachers were 
trying to instruct their kids before they went inside. So all the kids had kind of gathered around a teacher uh, and the teachers had bullhorns because they're trying to speak over mm-hmm. the din of traffic that's oh. going by. And oh my gosh. There are like half a dozen teachers with bullhorns trying to instruct their kids. And I thought, yeah, yeah, the forest school, <laughs> this is not. Yeah. What kind of images are you seeing from around the world about how other countries are tackling this situation? Yeah, there, well, there's tons of interesting pictures. And this is one of the great things I about social media you know you you look up uh, back to school photos and you're going to get back to school photos from everywhere right so uh, i saw a couple pictures from pakistan um one school i believe uh in uh goat uh, Gotki, uh pakistan and uh it's a government school i believe it's a school for girls at least everyone in this class is uh it's it's, it's a classroom full of girls a small classroom with very high ceilings um open windows on one wall um, and, and the walls themselves are whitewashed and covered in murals and really very, very tall. And the murals that have been painted on the walls are um, of what I believe uh, the Urdu alphabet and colors and days in English. And then some poems, both in English and in Urdu uh, and paintings of animals and things like that. And uh, there are nine girls in this little classroom and they're all spaced out on wooden benches. So whereas normally these benches, I would guess, would hold like four or five kids. There's only one or two girls on each one of these wooden benches. And all the kids are wearing uh, shalwar kameez uh, outfits. So these are like loose white pants, long-sleeved, uh, knee-length tops in like a powder blue, and they've got slits up the side, and, uh, and, and they've all, all the, all these girls have white headscarves on, and they all have, uh, surgical masks on, uh, most in white, a few in pale blue, and they're all sitting at their desks, you know, with their books, and they're all looking at the person taking the picture, so they're all looking at us in this photograph. I saw some pictures uh, posted from the UK where kids are sitting at distance desks, you know, so their classrooms are set up so that all their desks are diff- are distanced. Uh, and all the kids, of course, are wearing like matching sweaters or jumpers, like a school uniform sweater, jumper, whatever. Um, but none of the kids in the photos that I saw in the UK, none of the kids were wearing masks in those images. And uh, same with mm-hmm. photos from Australia. Uh, I didn't see a lot of pictures from Australia. Um but not a lot of mask wearing in those either. Uh, I came across some pictures from Taiwan um, where there are pictures of classrooms. Like they look quite packed. So the classrooms aren't big, but very packed with desks. Um, Sometimes like rows of four or five kids and there are maybe four or five rows in the classroom. So like 16 to 25 kids in these classroom settings. And, um, All of the kids are in masks and each individual desk has been turned into a private cubby. So they have these like three-sided bright yellow shields. And yeah, similar to like if you, I've seen these uh, in my neighborhood. If I, when I go to vote, sometimes you're, you know, you go up to a little Mm -hmm, thing, you've mm -hmm. got this kind of little private cubby. And they're mm-hmm. clearly uniform because I saw several pictures from different schools that parents and teachers had been posting. Oh. So I'm I'm guessing that that this was a government initiative. Every class got outfitted with these private 
cubbies, these bright yellow cubbies. Um, in Turin, Italy, I saw a, a, a photo of an outdoor classroom. This had three very long, low desks spread out in a courtyard. And again, the kids are sitting at the ends of the desk. So they're not, they're not sitting side by side and facing the teacher. They're sitting at the ends of the desk. And then they all have to turn sideways to face mm-hmm. the teacher who is at the front mm-hmm. of this outdoor classroom. classroom. And uh, the teacher is wearing a mask and kind of reading an open picture book to these, um, to these little kids. Huh. Ivory Coast. I saw a picture from Ivory Coast that was posted in May. Uh, little girls in gingham dresses and sandals all standing in a row, most with very short or tightly braided hair. And all of them are wearing masks. Uh, some are wearing uh, fabric masks that look kind of homemade. Some are wearing surgical masks. One of these little girls is wearing a dust mask that like a, you might do if you're doing drywall or something like that. And then very well photographed image uh, from Beijing. Uh, I think this was posted in early June. Kids in a in a cafeteria, and so this is a. It looks like a big space, very bright, uh, uh, white tables, white walls, and and one uh, wall that's kind of on our right, receding into the distance, is lined with windows, sunlight pouring in through these windows, and the the picture shows row after row after row of long white tables kind of receding into the distance. And of course, the further away they get from us, the more out of focus they are. And at each table, there's only one student seated (laughs) and they are one behind the other, behind the other, behind the other in this perfect long row right along the edge of these windows. And they all have some version of their school uniform on. Some have sweaters on over top. It's like a pale blue short sleeved shirt with um, like a a red neck scarf. Uh, And the girl in in the front is putting on a uh, or taking off, I'm guessing maybe her mask her, her uh, surgical style mask and in front of each kid is a is a paper plate and on top of the paper plate are uh, like packages of prepackaged food like a little yogurt cup and you know food in another little plastic container and food like so there's something mm-hmm. so organized about mm. this image and the, the masks and the prepackaged food and everyone is in a perfect row in this room that is likely otherwise empty. Oh, one of the things they didn't talk about is, of course, the when politicians are giving their speeches, like they, we see this a lot in Ontario, Doug Ford giving his speeches about uh, distance learning and, and keeping kids safe in schools. And as he's giving his speech, so Doug Ford and his, the leaders of, uh, uh, of the party stand spaced out, like, you know, six feet apart, uh, only one person at the podium at a time. Everyone else is spaced out behind them. And, and you know, Doug Ford with his mask on or, or, you know, takes his mask off just to give a speech, mask back on again. Lots of social distancing when they're visiting schools. And then you think as soon as the kids get in there, they're packing the hallways. Like, And then as soon as the cameras are off and the kids pack into those classrooms... Humans are very resourceful, and it's so fascinating to hear about how everyone around the world is adapting to to the situation. And gosh, our hats off to the teachers and administrators who are flying by the seat of their pants and coming up with solutions. We hope you're loving the show. 
We really enjoy the challenge of putting together a new episode each week. To ensure that our efforts are worthwhile, we need to reach as many people as possible. That's where you come in. Help spread the word. Maybe send a podcast link to three friends. Post about the show on local listservs and Facebook groups. Perhaps tweet about a favorite episode and tag some followers you think might like it. Or show your love by becoming a patron. The broader our reach, the longer we can stay buoyed and keep afloat. With your support, we'll be around for a long time. Thanks for listening and staying connected on social media. It's what makes this so rewarding for us. Have feedback or suggestions of what you'd like to hear about? Here's how to get in touch with us. Our email address is talkdescriptiontome at gmail.com. Our Facebook page is called Talk Description to Me. Our website is talkdescriptiontome.com, and you can follow us on Twitter at talkdescription.com.